everyone welcome back to the girlish podcast it's me uh jay and i'm here obviously today with gage hi everyone welcome back to another episode we are excited to be you know doing another one for you guys today um we're trying to be as consistent as possible we're uploading hopefully every monday hopefully you're hearing this on a monday because that's what we you know we want to do we want to kind of give you guys a better production a better sound of our podcast. We're actually right now filming on a different server. We're not doing Skype anymore. We're trying Zencaster. Um, and it seems like it's a lot better and the quality is a lot better than Skype. So hopefully this sounds great to you guys. Um, yeah, like we're just, we're just really pumped for the future of this podcast. We, you know, we're doing a lot of things behind the scenes. We're working um, just with trying to make this the best, you know, podcast that it can be. Um, I know last week we told you guys we were, you know, starting uh, a Patreon and we did for like a day and, you know, <laughs> we decided that like maybe we were kind of rushing the gun on it a little bit too soon, especially because we found this new site that can produce better quality and we can't do video on this site. So we're like, well, maybe, you know, we should just, you know, hold off on the Patreon for now and, you know, sacrifice that in order to give you guys the best quality we can. So with that being said, I don't know if you have anything to say. I know I've been talking for the past. No, you're good. Um, No, not really. I just want to say thank you for everybody who's been consistently listening or watching, probably just listening. Um, But it really means a lot to us. Um, We've already said this pretty much in every podcast, but this is a project that we're both really passionate about. So we're just really excited to be able to go through all of these changes and slowly upgrading our podcast to a quality level that we're both satisfied with. So thank you everybody who's been with us from the very beginning with our bad audio and the cutouts and all of that. And I'm excited for what we have planned in the future. Yeah. I I really want to move out there. Um, Gage currently lives in LA. I live in Gainesville and my girlfriend and I, we sat down, we made a plan and we're like, we have to move to LA whenever our lease is up. So we signed a shorter lease and hopefully next year around March, I'll be moving out there and we can hopefully make this podcast an in-person podcast. So if you so stick ar- yeah, if you stick around until then, hopefully you'll have some, you'll see some big, you know, changes within the upcoming months. I might even go and visit um, like within maybe the next three months Emily and I are planning, Emily's my girlfriend, we're planning a trip to LA soon. So hopefully, you know, we can, we can do that. But yeah, I really do appreciate all the support. We've been getting a bunch of love and it's been, it's been so cool to just go on Instagram and seeing the growth that we've been, we've been getting all the support. I've been posting on Reddit to Reddit's like, or to subreddits. And a lot of you guys have been just so kind, treating us like with like open arms and really, just it's been it's been a great experience. I'm glad that people like want to hear what we're saying, and it's really cool because you know Gage is a really good friend of mine, and it's just like having a conversation with her. And at the end of the day, I just I I value like this podcast so much because I feel like it's bringing our friendship together, but it's also like a form or a way for you guys to kind of just have an insight into like our thoughts and opinions and and our experiences. And it's it's a really great way to just kind of open up and share that with you guys. Yeah, it is a podcast, but at the same time, I love it so much because it is honestly just like a genuine conversation between us. 
And these are two perspectives that I think are important in the world, like two trans women of color. When are they ever given an opportunity to shine? It's rare. So I'm glad that we are able to do it together because like you said, we are really good friends and it's just, it's just a fun way for us to just have a genuine conversation about serious topics, but also potentially help other people out there. So that's always fun to do that. Uh, we do plan on getting into d- deeper conversations in the future. You know, we've just started. We're five episodes in. I think this is our sixth now. So it's definitely, we're just kind of warming up, going into everything. And we're just kind of, you know, speaking from the heart. So this episode is going to be, I think, a little bit deeper. We're going to go more into, like, our thought process on, like, certain things that, you know, we've been going through this episode, recovering transition guilt and like, you know, being guilty or regretting certain parts of your transition or, you know, any like things like regarding your life and then with and what comes with transitioning. Mm-hmm. So I know for me, I've like that with a lot of like this like guilty feeling and not necessarily because I'm a trans person and I and I'm, I feel guilty about my existence, but just what it means for other people. There's definitely a lot that like I feel is weighing on my shoulders when it comes to that. And I know that Gage probably has a lot to talk about that too. Yeah. I think probably most trans people out there go through this experience probably most of the time really early on, um, just because when you're transitioning, you're not, you're not by yourself. Um, you are basically transitioning with everybody that has known you for however long that you've been the gender that you were assigned at birth. Um, So like your parents, your family, all the rest of your family, your friends, everybody around you is also going through those same changes. And it's hard to fulfill the desires that you have and do everything that you want when the people around you might be a little bit uncomfortable at first with the steps that you're taking to finally be yourself. Um, So it's definitely, I feel like something that a lot of people go through and it probably stops a lot of people from really fulfilling like their true identities because they're scared of disappointing or making other people feel comfortable or uncomfortable. So yeah, I think this is going to be a really good topic to talk about. Yeah. And I've talked to so many people and I've, and I've asked them, you know, the same question, like um, a lot of trans people, I'll ask them like, when it comes to transitioning, like, do you ever feel this, like this burden, like, like you're, you're, you're this burden whenever you come out, like, is there's, is there's this, this weight that you carry that you, you know, you feel just bad for existing almost. And not necessarily, like I said, not necessarily regretting your transition or, you know, feeling bad about your transition, but what it means for other people. And like, almost like having, making, you know, having this like weight on other people to like adjust to you. So I've, I've talked to so many people and a lot of people can relate. So yeah, I agree. This is a good topic to discuss today. And um, yeah, we decided that we wanted to start doing segments in our podcast where, you know, we start off like our podcast um, with a few questions from you guys. We're going to be asking questions every week. So if you want to be able to be a part of this experience, if you want a shout out in this podcast, follow us on girlish or follow us at girlish podcast on Instagram. And that's where we're going to be the most active. We'll be asking a bunch of questions there and you guys can kind of, you know, fill in. And just, you know, give us your opinions, your thoughts, and your questions for us to kind of answer and go through pertaining to the topic that we're talking about. And so Gage and I picked out two, um, and we're going to give you guys, you know, a, a shout out to thank you for contributing to the topic. So yeah, if you want to start off with the first question. 
Sure. Um, so the first question is from Instagram and it's from the Instagram user Cat Cafe. And their question was, should I feel bad for distancing some of my family or friends because of my identity? Um, I personally think no. Um, there's a few reasons why. First, I'm just going to go out and say that regardless of how long that you've had somebody in your life or how much of an impact they've made on you in the past, or like if they're your mother, your father, your grandma, if somebody is not going to take the time to understand your transition and get to know you as the real you, they are completely against it and they just can't see you as anyone else but the person that you grew up as. I don't personally think that they deserve a spot in your life. And I know that might sound harsh, but I just, I think people, it's so stressful and I've gone through this too. It's really stressful to try and please people who have already made up your mind about your transition and have like no time or energy to devote to trying to understand you. And it's true that some people take time. Some people take no time at all. Some people are really quick to understand and support you and give you everything that you need in order to succeed. But there are those people who don't disagree or disagree with you at the beginning. They might take months. They might take years. You never really know. Um, so it's hard to just reserve that spot in your life for a person that you don't ever really know is going to come around and accept you. So I don't think anybody should feel bad. And I know it's hard. You probably will feel bad. Um, but at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for your health and your mental mind and everything about you. It's not about the other person. So if they are incapable of understanding you and trying to get to know you as the person that you came out to be, then I, I don't think you should be guilty at all for cutting them off. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like I couldn't agree more with that. Um, I come from a, like a Mexican family that's very like traditional in the sense that we're Catholic and we were raised Catholic. It's in our culture. It's in everything about us. But also we have this like very, I don't know, this very strong family bond where, um, you know, we have like kids living at home up until they get married and then move out. And so I have a sister who's currently like in her 30s and she still lives with my mom. My brother, um, he's in like, like mid 20s and he still lives with my mom. And so there's like this like very close connection that we have as family that um, it's it's really hard to like have to like come to terms with yourself in this strict family. And for me, I made the decision to like break away almost from my culture. It was like this really this shocking thing that I had to do for myself, but it was the only way that I could in order to, you know, start my transition. I did whatever I could to distance myself from my family, like I to go as far as away from my family as I could. So I didn't come out until moving away. When I was 19 years old, I made the decision to pack up my bags and I headed out to Gainesville where I live today. And then that's when um, I started my transition. And that's when they in inevitably found out about my transition. But, you know, I did everything that I could. I started cutting a lot of people out of my life. A lot of my best friends I start I stopped talking to. And, and I became like, you know, just I, I started, I didn't want anyone's input on who I was. I didn't want anyone telling me who I could or couldn't be. I wanted to like 
genuinely like understand what it was like to become my own person, not being, you know, in, um, not being uh, judged or not being influenced by other people's opinions. I, I wanted to understand if transitioning was the right thing for me. And obviously it was, and I continued with my transition. But in doing so, I did lose a lot of that like close relationship that I had with family. I lost a lot of friends and it hurts like even till today to think about like the people that used to be involved in my life and now that they're not so close to me anymore. And, you know, big reason was because I did this and, um, and that, you know, at the end, I'm, I'm a lot happier being who I am and maybe those people don't deserve to be in my life, but, you know, it was a definitely a hard thing that I had to do, but, um, like in the end, I am a bit bigger and better person. You know, I've, I've come around, I've, I've grown into my new identity and I'm really, really happy to be, you know, standing where I'm at today because things are, have just been great for me and my, for my transition. But yeah, so that's a good question. So at the end of the day, I think we both agree on the fact that you have to put yourself first in the situation and it's hard to cut those people off, like your friends or your family that you've had for tens of years. But at the end of the day, you have to just think like, if this person isn't going to accept me regardless, like, do they even care about me as a person to the point where I need them in my life anymore. Yeah. And once you come out and if they offer to like, you know, reach out to you and tell you, you know, they're there for you or, you know, they want to support you, then that's when I, I, I could see like it being like a, like a slow process and like connecting yeah. with them and like having them understand and having them stay in your life. But if you, you know, you, you go through this process and they don't understand that these changes are so big that you had to do what you had to do. If they're not understanding of that, then at the end of the day, you know, those people don't even deserve to be in your life. So um, it really, I think transitioning really showed me who like the true like people like in literally, yeah. circle were. Because I had people that like I talked to maybe like twice in high school that came and supported me versus like people that were my friends for years and years and years who just never messaged me or said anything, who just stopped talking to me. So it really goes to show like who is really going to be the one that wants to support you and going to be there for you. That's so true. Like it weeds, it pretty much weeds out everybody in your life that doesn't actually support you a hundred percent, regardless of any circumstances. Yeah. And so the this decision might be hard to do, but in the end, I think, um, you know, it's, it's definitely worth, it's worth that jump. It's worth that, that, you know, risking of like, just, you know, taking some time for yourself, getting a little mental break. Hell, I, re- I recommend if you can, like, um, just, you know, you know, getting out for a few days and having like a, like a, like a nice, like alone time where you can kind of collect your thoughts and understand what your next step in life is. Cause I had to do that a lot for myself where I just needed a lot of alone time to just understand my, my head and what I, what I wanted and what I needed. So, yeah. Yeah. Plus you meet new people along the way once you're transitioning, like you might lose a couple people, even your family members, but it's so true that like once you transition and you become part of like the collective community, like you do meet other people that end up being like your true family because, you know, they, they might not be related to you, but they are the ones that accept you regardless. And I have like better friends now than I ever had before I transitioned. And none of them like were with me growing up. And 
a lot of them ended up replacing people that didn't support me. And I'm so much happier now that I have like new people in my life that actually a hundred percent have my back for any circumstances. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Cause I remember even like growing up, um, I, I had never met anyone that was like a part of the LGBT community or I had never met anyone that was out or open about them being in the community until I came out. Then it's like you like fall into like a community of amazing people. And then you like start understanding, like you start valuing those other people that are like like-minded and I don't know, your friendships can like really grow with other people that have gone through similar things. So I think coming out can even open you up to like new groups to like be, you know, expressive in and like, talk through like other you know similarities that you might have so yeah there's there's a lot that can come out with you know just coming to terms with being yourself although it can be very hard I definitely think it's really like worth it same all right um then we have another question from hi sierra alex hi underscore sierra underscore alex and their question was dealing with coming out into your dealing with coming out into your own but assuring people you're still the same person. So I'm assuming, you know, they're they're basically asking like like how can you like come to terms with yourself but also make sure the other people, like other people that, you know, don't know um, can understand that no matter how you transition, you're still going to be the same person. Yeah. I like to think of it as like once you transition, you are like an upgraded version of yourself because if I think about the way that I was before my transition and the way that I am now, like all of my interests are still the same. I'm pretty much still the same person. I have the same sense of humor. Um, Everything is the same, my personality and everything. But the only difference between then and now is that now I'm a lot more outgoing and I'm more comfortable going out in public and talking to people and meeting new friends and just being in conversations with people. And I think a lot of people who aren't really familiar with the whole transitioning process, they see you like trying to go through the process of changing your name and growing out your hair or cutting your hair or changing your wardrobe to be different or doing all of these things like changing your voice. All of those things are really overwhelming for a lot of people like at once. And it seems that you are basically trying to change everything about the person that you were before. But I personally see it as just you simply letting all of the things that you've kept bottled up inside finally out. And that is your genuine personality and your genuine authentic self. So I don't see it as like transitioning changes you as a person. I see it as a gateway for you to like authentically 100% be the person that you've always wanted to be, but you were scared to be. So. If anything, yeah, right. transitioning helps open you up to becoming your true self. Mm-hmm. Like it helps open you up to becoming like that authentic version of yourself. Sorry for cutting you off. You no, you're okay. And I think once you start transitioning for a while, like once people around you get used to it, they start to realize like, oh, you're actually not a completely different person. Like you are just you, but an authentic version, a happier version. And I think people will see that also as you transition that you start to be happier and more comfortable in your own skin and just overall in a better mental state. Um, And yeah, I just think that once you get past the initial 
Like I am going to be making all of these changes to myself, but soon people will start to realize that you're not actually really changing much. You're just being who you were always supposed to be. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good point. Um, because that's like the weirdest experience to go through. It's like having people understand that transitioning affects no one else, like other than like me no like it affects no one else in any other way other than the way that I'm expressing myself and um it's really really hard because the people a lot of people like to get personal with things and they like to attach themselves to individuals as if they like own them and it, and it really sucks because obviously transitioning hasn't changed like my core beliefs or like who I am if anything has opened my eyes to like new perspectives and like help me become a better person, a better version of me. Um, you know, but also I came out at such a young age. I was 19. So I'm definitely not the same person I was like at 19. Everyone grows, everyone changes, everyone adapts, everyone gains new beliefs. So regardless if like people think that I'm a different person because I'm transitioning, you, you're also a different person because you just exist. Like mm-hmm. you, you exist as a human being and we, we all develop in our own ways we all learn something every day and so that process is like they don't go hand in hand though like my transition well I mean I guess they could in the sense like I I've learned a lot through my transition so I've become I've become more like aware of my surroundings I've become more um just like I just feel like yeah because of my transition I've, I've been able to you know become like a better version of myself like you were saying earlier where I can just be happy to express myself. I'm not afraid. I'm not shy. Any, like, yeah, like I'm not shy anymore behind like, like, you know, wearing things or being someone that I'm not like I'm, I'm being, I'm able to express myself. I'm able to be comfortable. And I think, you know, true friends, true people who are going to support you can see that and will value that, you know, at the end of like this long road, like this long journey that you have, like in the end, like you're going to become, like just a more genuine version of yourself. So, um, but I, I always like describing, you know, changes with transitioning as like nothing more than like anyone else growing in life, anyone else um, becoming like, obviously with through experiences, you, you, you gain different insight and, and viewpoint. So it's nothing more than anyone else going through anything like life changing within their life. So I can see how like that can be hard. I had a lot of like family, friends, not really, they took it personally with my transition. Like um, my brother, like I know like he, he was supportive, but I'm sure that like I grew up like with him and he was always the image of masculinity that I tried mimicking in order to please everyone. So like with him, I grew up, I played a lot of video games with him. I really like adapted towards that. And even after transitioning, I still like playing video games. I still, I still like things that are seen as like, quote unquote, masculine. Mm -hmm. It doesn't change that like, idea of like, of like my core and what I used to like. I just, I've just grown a lot. And I think that's basically it at the end of the day. Yeah, I think that is actually like the biggest thing that contributes to transition guilt. Because for me personally, Like at the beginning of my transition, um, obviously my parents and people around me weren't messing up with pronouns a lot. And I 
like I, it hurt because I didn't want to be referred to as he or him anymore. But at the same time, I like felt bad for correcting them. And I, like, I felt awkward to be like, no, actually it's she. Like, I, I felt like they just kind of had to figure it out on their own. And I felt bad to basically stand up for myself because I was like, okay, my parents have obviously have known me as a male for however long, like 20 years. And I, it's obviously hard to change automatically. So that was like a big part of my guilt because I was like, well, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't be mad and maybe I shouldn't stick up for myself because it's hard for everybody else. And that's kind of a mindset I think a lot of people put themselves in and they don't put their own well-being first and try to please everybody that's around them. But I think if you honestly just be yourself and do everything that you need to make you happy, the people like we were talking about earlier, the people that are actually going to be there for you and support you won't care and they won't have a problem with switching pronouns or changing your name or anything like that. And I think that contributes a lot to like getting surgeries and like not wanting to change your face because you're scared of how your significant other or how your parents are going to react. Um, like if they don't think that you need surgery or if they don't want you to change your face because that's the way that you were born. So it's just a lot of trying to please other people and not make them feel uncomfortable. But sometimes you just have to do it because at the end of the day, you have to think of yourself, which is like a running theme. And this topic is just putting yourself first. Yeah. I know a lot of people might get upset because like we're they I don't I don't want anyone like thinking that like, you know, we're saying like, you know, we should be ashamed of ourselves and you should be like embarrassed or or be afraid to like speak up for yourself. But when you're in the situation of trying to make everybody else understand, it can be really hard and it can be really awkward and like it, it just it feels if it, it feels bad. I I feel bad. Mm-hmm. And and like I know I shouldn't, and I know that, and I and I strive for like a day in the future where you know people don't have to feel bad about about this. But like, and this is a normal feeling. So if anyone like wants to be like an ass about like how I, how like I feel, like I just I don't want to like take it because this is a really really hard thing to go through. Like my girlfriend's family took me in. Her 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 both her parents were very supportive. But their her extended family, um, it was a different story. Like they basically um, had they they saw me as me pre transition for like maybe like one gathering, and then I started transitioning after like they like met me after like one time. But then they just assumed me as like this male person, and they've like they continuously mess up. Even to this day, they mess up. Even though I pass and I look the way that I look now, I, they, they still mess up. And it always hurts my heart every time it happens. Um, but my girlfriend always is so quick to correct them. She always like yells at them. And it, it always, it's, it's awkward. Cause then I'm like, I feel like I'm the center of attention for a split second. And like, it's really, really hard to kind of, you know, make other people like change how they are perceiving you. But it, it does definitely like, it feels so, it hurts. So it's like one of those things where it's like a double-edged sword. It's like, well, if I correct myself, this whole situation is going to be awkward. I just like, it's just a shitty situation to be in because I feel so guilty. I feel so bad that people have to like adjust because, you know, I'm like going through something or, you know, I've gone through so much with dysphoria 
with like me starting hormones. I just want people to respect me. And that sometimes that can be like a really, really hard battle to go through. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like, it's so painful. And but it's definitely something that I know a lot of people experience and a lot of people can relate to. Yeah. And as like bad as it sounds, there are a lot of negative stereotypes against trans people. And like media has created this picture and like a character basically of what trans people are. And that's usually what like your family and friends are informed about. So when you come out, they have like all of these preconceived notions about what you're going to do and like what you are feeling on the inside. And like you want to or at least I wanted to be like as normal as possible. Like I wanted to show everybody in my life that being trans is not like some weird phenomenon that only people with like mental disorders have. And we're not psycho or crazy or like mentally unstable. Um, So that was a big thing for me was just like trying to not freak out over little things and being really understanding and trying to educate people the best that I could because I just want, I didn't want people to think of me as any different because I was trans, because like I said, like trans people don't have the best representation in the media and a lot of movies and TV shows and songs, like how many rappers have said transphobic things, like pretty much all of them. So it's just hard to like introduce people in your life to that type of like transformation when the things that they think about trans people are already so negative. So like you want to do the least amount of extraness possible just to not make everybody feel weird around you. That's what I felt like in the beginning. Yeah. And it's always even worse when people try and fix like what they're they're saying and like or they'll catch it themselves and like, oh, I'm sorry. And like that whole situation just gets like 10 times more awkward and like it gets 10 times more hard to process because it's like like. I don't know. It's like a, it's a weird thing where it's like, I'm trying to, you know, I, I, I want more people to understand and that, yeah, I want to kind of break down the barriers of what people know as a trans person through media. And I'm, I'm, I just, it's like a, it's a really hard process to like, you know, educate people, but also not try to make yourself the center of attention. Cause then that like makes things really weird and hard and it's, yeah, it's definitely like a battle and it can even extend further beyond like, like people misgendering you or like, you know, feeling bad about that. Like even like me dealing with like dysphoria and having like close people in my life and, you know, putting them, I feel like, for example, like my girlfriend has been really close to me. She was with me through my entire transition. So she was with me before I came out through up until now, three years of hormones. And so it's been incredible to have her in my life, but there's times where I just, I feel so like, immensely guilty because of like all the dysphoria that I had and all of like the pain that I went through like I like broke down to her so many times I've I've cried to her telling her you know about everything that's going on she had to see me when I was outed and like just how much pain I was going through and so like for a really long time I was I felt like I was putting her through a lot and even to the today I I still feel so bad about it because I feel like it was really selfish of me but at the same time, I really needed someone and I really needed to talk to someone. And she was re- she was there for me. But I, I do feel bad. And it's like really hard to get over that feeling of just like, wow, I wish I could be better. You know, things are always so much harder when you look back. 
And so like that, that stems with me just like having a significant other. And I, I feel so bad that I have to complain to them about this. Like if I was born cis, if I, um, you know, wasn't trans, then like, I feel like things could have been so much easier, but you know, it's yeah. really, really, yeah, it's really, it's a hard thing. Um, yeah. I honestly feel the exact same way. Like I also am in a relationship. Um, my boyfriend, like he's been, always been supportive of my transition, but I also like, it's hard. I know like I am not an easy person to deal with. I'm very emotional at times. I, when I get dysphoric, like I completely shut down and it's, it's hard to like do stuff. Like it's hard to go out in public. It's hard to go to parties or like go to a club or go to the beach or go to the pool. Like those simple things that like people do to have fun are so hard when you have a dysphoric episode because like you constantly think people are talking about you and looking at you and your significant other is oftentimes the person that has to deal with it and has to like reassure, constantly reassure you that everything's going to be okay. Like when I moved down here and we first started dating, uh, like I got to meet all of his friends. Like he's been super close to all of his friends ever since they were in elementary school. And like now I'm like a part of that group. But at the beginning, it was like so hard for me to like integrate and feel comfortable with them just because like they grew up in a completely separate world than I did. Like they were like all they all partied in high school and like they've all had these experiences together and just like coming into a group is hard. But when you are coming into a group of people that have like known each other for years and adding on to the fact that you're trans and you get anxiety and like you just get anxiety over the tiniest situations, it's hard to like function and be in social spaces. And I know there are many times when I've like freaked out over something and he's had to like help me get through it. Or if like we've been to a concert or been at the beach when he's had to reassure me that like I look okay and people aren't staring at me. So it's hard for me and us. And I'm, I'm sure it's extremely hard on them too. And I feel bad because like, we do have to put them through all of that stress, but at the same time, like we can't help the way that we feel. And like, I feel bad. And I know you said that you feel bad as well, but I think the fact that they're willing to help us through everything just shows us that these people are the people that we need in our lives. And it's just hard that, you know, you want to live a normal life and you want to not freak out over tiny things, but that's just, that's not how we are. And it's something that we have to deal with and they consequently have to deal with it as well. So that's a big part of where my guilt comes from too, is just putting like my boyfriend through all the struggles that I feel. Cause like, it, it's obvious when I'm having like an anxiety attack or I'm dysphoric. So he's always the one that has to try to cheer me up out of that state of mind. Yeah. And it, it always sucks whenever uh, there's like, like, for example, like my, my family a lot for like my mom specifically, she was definitely not supportive. And so when like a, per, a person like, like, you know, your own mom, someone that, you know, you were really close with growing up, when they're not supportive of you and they add to that guilt that I can always get like 10 times worse. Cause then like I start rethinking like every relationship that I have with anyone. Um, because like when I came out, my mom's big thing was like, what am I going to, how am I going to explain this to the rest of the family? 
like she like said that specifically even when i came out to my dad my dad was like like how will i you know tell like you know like the neighbors basically like how would like they understand this and it like it adds so much more to like my the weight that i'm already feeling because then i'm like now like you know everyone has to go through this process of of adjusting for me and um and and then i open myself up to like becoming someone of like who's gossiped about and you know growing up i was never that person i was like was always the person like the kid that like you know did good in school i was always the kid that kept to myself um never like drank never partied i was i always like kept to myself i had very little friends but like a lot of the family i thought like or like like talked highly of me they thought that i was going to go somewhere and I was going to live a great life. But then after I came out, it became like, I was like the, the gossip. And like, that's something that's so tough to go through. And, and like, I think about it a lot. Like if, you know, if I didn't transition, not that I regret it, but like, would the relationship with my mom be any different? Cause I grew up with like really, really close with my mom and I would go to her for everything. But now like, I, I can't even talk to her on the phone for more than five minutes because like we ended in a fight. And like, it gets, it gets really, really tough because, you know, sometimes you just need to call your mom and like, to know that like, that can't be, you know, what it used to be. I don't know. I'm not going to cry in this stupid podcast, <laughs> but like, um, sorry. Um, Let it out. If you have to cry, then cry. Yeah. But like, you know, sometimes you, you, you want to, to be able to call someone and talk about, you know, what you're going through and like. And then the pain that you're experiencing and when they don't understand, it's like, it's so difficult because, you know, I don't really have that in my life. So, yeah. And I do feel like I'm looking for someone like a mom, like a mom, like that would do that for me. And so like, like I end up just like moving that like pain, moving that, like that all that I'm feeling to like someone like my girlfriend who has to go through like so much because I'm just venting it all to her. And so, it, yeah, it's definitely a whole tough situation. That was actually also, like a really good point that you brought up. Like when I started transitioning, like I was honestly scared, like for my mom and my dad to like tell their friends and like our family friends and people who have known me that are outside of our immediate family. Like I was scared of what they would think about me too. And in turn, I was scared that like they would think something differently about my parents. So then it like wasn't even about me anymore. It was about like, I don't want them to think like that my parents like raised me to be like this weird person. Like I was so concerned about like what other people were going to think about my parents for the way that I turned out and that it was like their fault that I ended up this way or something. So that that's really hard to like have to deal with the fact that they're other people that are going to hear about your story, like from a third party source, not directly from you. And that just adds the anxiety of them. Like, like you said, gossiping or thinking a certain way because they didn't actually get to talk to you. Like they have to hear your story from somebody else who might not even know the proper terminology or the way to explain it. So that's hard too. like, just like these people don't even really you, you don't talk to them every single day, but it still like gives you anxiety to think about, Oh, what are they going to think? knowing that I'm trans or something like that. Yeah. I, I felt so bad for my family. Like, 
like I, I felt like I was doing something wrong. In retrospect, obviously, that's a horrible thing to think. Yeah. But like, I felt like I was like, I was just, you know, like, I, I was ruining my life. I was so scared that I was like, gonna, I was doing something and I was gonna regret it in the future. Because I was just worried how everyone was gonna look at me. And you know, to this day, I, I I regret a lot. I think I could have handled things differently, definitely. Like when I legally changed my name, I felt like I was I was running from like my, my, my history, my culture, my family. I felt like I didn't want to ashamed them. And it's that, that weight that like that I'll carry for the rest of my life where it's like, I, I just, I feel bad. And I know that it, it's silly to feel bad. I know it's silly to to kind of feel these emotions because in the end I, I'm I'm living my life for myself and that's what we all need to understand and that's what we all need to do. But yeah, I definitely I I was so like I was just so scared. I don't want anyone's I wanted my life to be my own and no one's named to be attached with mine. So I legally changed my name to my previous middle name. Um and um yeah, so I've been living um my life trying to distance myself as far as I can to make sure that like I, I don't bring anyone down with me in my inevitable fall, which is an insane way to think. But like, I was just, you know, scared. And I, I was like, like irrationally thinking when I was going through all of this, because it was definitely difficult, you know, being on your own and having to kind of go through this transition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. It's like, for the most of most of our lives, like we always put other people first, which is why it takes some of us a long time to come out because we're scared of what other people are going to think. And more importantly, we're scared of how our family is going to react or how people are going to think of your whole family as a whole, knowing that you are trans. And it's so hard to, and it takes a lot of time to finally get to the place where you honestly put yourself before everybody else. And like, for me, it took years, probably like two years until I was like fully invested in just making sure that I'm happy and I'm doing everything that I need. And like, I've, like I've wanted surgery for so long and it took me three years to finally start researching it because like, I was scared of what people like my family was going to think of me for getting surgery and changing my face and altering the way that I was born. So it's just, it's hard to put yourself before other people because I think the last thing that any of us wants to be is alone and not to have anybody support you. But like we were were saying earlier, like even if you do lose a few people, these are people that you really didn't need in your life because they don't support you a hundred percent. And going into that, you'll also meet people who are a hundred percent supportive of you, of you no matter what. So once you get, over that barrier, it's a lot easier. Um, But it's definitely a really hard thing to deal with. Probably like one of the hardest things I've had to do in my life is just to finally put myself before everybody else. Yeah, I'm going to back with to your surgery thing. I really like that you like talked about that. Because like, it's been a process for me trying to figure out surgeries as well. Like, you know, I keep I've been going through like, emotional breakdowns, like, I scheduled my bottom surgery and um, this past time around when I canceled it, it was because I didn't have the money to, but I scheduled it twice and I canceled it twice. And it was like a really difficult decision 
and because like not getting too graphic, I'm I'm dating my girlfriend. She's um really supportive. She's also um queer. She's she's very supportive of my transition and doesn't care what I what I do with surgeries or whatever as long as I'm happy. But there's still a part of me that like is afraid that like what, like how is she gonna feel if I get surgeries? Like will this make our relationship like tougher? And I get scared. I'm like, what if she, you know she's just telling me things because she's being like she's just being nice and what if you know in the end I'm I'm ruining something like there's that like that constant paranoia that I have which in reality that's that doesn't that's not a thing like she's just supportive she's amazing and she really is the like that way she's very just an an amazing person but it it is difficult because like I'll go through all these like reasons on like like why almost like why I shouldn't transition and it's just that that like that that weight that like you know we've carried all our lives where we were so it's almost like internalized like transphobia where like we've we've internalized this this oppressive feeling because we were scared of like what other people were going to think our entire lives so we're still kind of getting through that in certain in certain situations we're trying to you know get over the fact that being trans isn't a scary crazy thing like like it is a normal thing and um you know, like, and unfortunately, we have to go through, like, some bad dysphoria. But, like, at the end of the day, it's, like, our lives and, and it's okay to be who we are. And I think that's the big message that I want to get out of this. Like, I know we're talking, like, a lot about sad stuff and, you know, things that might not be the, the perfect ending. You know, it's like, you know, we always want them to be. But in the end, like, your life is so important and what you do with it is so important because you only have one. And so you don't want to live the rest of your life regretting that you didn't transition or regretting that you didn't become the person you want to be because that weight is more heavier than some awkward, like, should I correct that? Like any of that, like awkward guilt, the weight of not becoming yourself is so much heavier. So I don't want anyone like to like, you know, lead anyone away from, you know, transitioning, but I'm just kind of saying like, you know, things can be hard, but at the end of the day, you know, stick to yourself, live your life for you and no one else, because, you know, it really is going to pay off and you will be happier in the end. Mm-hmm. And let's, let's just hope to make like a world that is more accepting, more loving for a community like ours. Yeah. That was a good way to close it. It's just, you really have to put yourself first and you really don't want to end up getting to a point in your life where you're looking back and regretting all of the choices that you didn't make because you were scared of what other other people would think. And that's pretty much how I felt. I did start transitioning pretty early, but like I thinking back, I could have started so much earlier. And a lot of the times like you, when you come out and you start to experience like who you really are, you start to realize like, this is something that I could have done earlier and I could have been a lot farther along, but at the end of the day, everything happens for a reason. And whenever you come out is the right time and the right place for you to come out. And you just have to make sure that you are focusing on what makes you the happiest because a lot of us have are people pleasers and we have lived our lives according to what everybody, not even just our family and friends, like just what society wants us to be. So once you start to transition, like you are free from that grip that's telling you to be a certain way so you might as well just go balls to the wall basically yeah 100 percent. and yeah just i think that's a good way to close it just 
just, you know, be authentically yourself and, and push to be the person yes. that you always know you are because it's so worth it in the end. It is. And, and yeah, I think that's, that's a good way to, to sum up everything we've talked about. I am really thankful for all of the, the questions that we got in. Um, keep asking them, keep posted on our Instagram, follow us there. Um, we definitely want to be as active as we can. We're really pushing this podcast um, and yeah, share it if you can, like, that's a big thing. Yeah. Um, share it with your friends, you know, tell everyone that this podcast exists. And if someone's going through an experience that they're, you know, so like worried about, um, if they're trans, if they're, even if they're cis and you want to like, you know, educate them, share this with everyone. Cause it, I think what we say it has some importance and I think we can really open people's eyes on certain topics. Mm-hmm. And if you're not listening to us on Spotify, you should. All of our episodes um, are uploaded onto Spotify. All you have to do is type girlish into the search bar and we should pop up. Um, We also have decided that we're going to be uploading regularly once a week. So Mondays is a day that you can expect another new episode from us. Uh, And just like you were saying, thank you to everybody who's been listening. Even... If it's only a few of you that consistently listen every week, it still means a lot that you guys are interested in what we have to say and so are supporting our project and our vision for this whole thing. So thank you for everybody who has been listening to us and hopefully we will continue to grow like we have been. And maybe one day we'll have like a full like video and audio version with like a backdrop and we're together and we're professional and that might be something that we can get to in the future. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm I'm just excited for the future of this podcast and the future that, you know, that direction that we're going in. Cause I feel like there's a lot of people that want to support us and want to keep pushing us forward. So thank you guys for supporting and watching and being amazing listeners. I uh, will see you guys in the next episode. Um, have a great, um, afternoon, morning, evening, whenever you're listening. Yeah. And yeah, see you. See you next time. See you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>